Well, we are getting to that time of the year. The holiday season is right around the corner, whether we want it to or not. Uh, this week is Thanksgiving, then uh, Christmas will be here before we know it, and then right after that is New Year's. But my favorite holiday is smacked right in between Christmas and New Year's Day. You have any idea what that is? My birthday. December 28th. I mean, that's the best holiday of them all right there. Um, I mean, this is the best time of the year. I get to have two uh, awesome, really probably more than that, if you, two amazing feasts uh, within a month of each other. I get presents on Christmas, uh, you know, multiple times due to in-laws and parents. And just a few days after Christmas, I get some more gifts on my birthday. The only negative about that is I got to wait a whole year to do it all over again. Now, I know that not all of you have this wonderful holiday uh, in between holidays like I do, um, but it is a great time of year. It's a time of giving. It's a time of receiving. It's a time of family, of giving thanks for all that God has done for us. But you know, it's easy to forget how great of a time of the year it is. I mean, I know as a pastor, this time of the year gets incredibly busy. And I know for many of you, the same is true. Now, a lot of the stress that comes with the holidays is self-induced. We've told ourselves that we have to give everyone presents and we have to spend this much money on these gifts. And, of course, we wait until the last moment to buy our gifts. And so we go out into crowded stores and we fuss about how bad Walmart is and how bad Belks is and how bad the mall is or wherever else we're at. We wait until the last moment to buy the turkey and the dressing and all the other food that we've convinced ourselves that we have to eat on this day. And, again, we find ourselves in crowded stores with other people, guess what, who have done the same exact thing as you and who are frustrated, and who are stressed, just like we are. And then, of course, if we've lost a loved one, or a family member, or a friend, this time of the year can be extremely difficult. As we gather with friends and with family during this time of the year, our focus can often be on the fact that our loved ones are no longer with us. There are really all kinds of reasons why we can forget that this time of the year is really a great time of the year. And specifically with Thursday and Thanksgiving, it's in the name, Thanksgiving. We are to give thanks for all that God has done for us and simply for who God is. At least that's how I interpret Thanksgiving. But really, Thanksgiving shouldn't be restricted to just one day of the year. It should be... Um, who we are every day of our lives. And certainly as follow, faithful followers of Jesus, we should give thanks on a daily basis, if not an hourly or a moment-by-moment -moment basis. That's what our scripture is all about. The psalmist begins with, Give praise to the Lord. Proclaim his name. Make known among the nations what he has done. Giving thanks to God is an act of praise. It's an act of worship. 
You know, the best order of worship that we could come up with is one where we just simply give thanks to God. The best songs we could sing would be songs where we simply thank God. The best prayer we can pray is one where we thank God for who he is and what he has done. And the key to giving thanks is remembering all the things that God has done and who God is. Here's what the psalmist says, Remember the wonders he has done, his miracles and the judgments he's pronounced. Here's the thing I want you to know from this morning. Remembering leads to thanksgiving. Remembering leads to thanksgiving. When we're intentional about pausing and remembering who God is and what God has done, we are compelled to give thanks. I mean, think about Thanksgiving dinner. I know a lot of families have a, have a certain Thanksgiving tradition where they all go around the table and they share um, what they're thankful for. Maybe you do this before you eat, and so you're like, okay, let's get this over with so we can get to the food. But, you know, we go around and we, 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 we share what we're thankful for. And when you do that, you are pausing and you are being intentional and about remembering how God has been there for you and how God has blessed you. Remembering leads to thanksgiving. And when we're remembering and giving thanks, we are worshiping. We are giving praise to the Lord, as the psalmist says. And when we remember, we should be compelled to make known among the nations what he has done. But we've got to be intentional about remembering. We have to pause to give thanks. It's not something that comes naturally to us humans. And you think about the, the opposite of remembering is forgetting. And when we forget the things that God has done for us, it's going to be harder for us to worship Him and to give Him thanks. The, the book of Judges is a pretty good case study in, in, of how hard it is for us to remember how good God is. Judges is this roller coaster of a book on how the Israelites, they would follow God, they would remember God and for a period of time, and then they forget, and they start worshiping other idols. And then God would allow other nations to come in and, and take control of them. And then after so many years, they, the Israelites would remember God and they'd call out on God. And it's just this cycle of over and over and over of, of remembering and forgetting, remembering and forgetting. If you look out around our world today, you could easily make the case that more people have forgot what God has done for them than who remember what God has done for them. This week, Thanksgiving, and this time of the year is a perfect time for us to remember and give thanks to God. It's a perfect time to remind ourselves to remember and give thanks every moment of every day. And, and the psalmist gives us a couple of ways to remember and give thanks. He, first, he says, sing to him, sing praises to him, tell of all his wonderful acts. Singing helps us to remember. Teachers and students use songs to help learn things in school. Most of us know our ABCs because of the alphabet song. I'm not going to make you sing it. But, you know, we learn things by singing. When it comes to our relationship with God, singing is a great way to remind ourselves of God's wonderful acts. I grew up singing out of the old Cokesbury hymnal. Um, and, and the red 
and also the red hymnal that you have in your pew that most of you never use because we have screens. <laughs> when, I, when I sing those songs or I hear some of those songs, those words not only help me to remember how, God, how important God's grace is or to remember the sacrifice of Jesus, Jesus on the cross, but I also remember important moments in my walk with Christ. When I sing some of the old hymns, I can remember sitting in a certain pew in a certain church experiencing God in a new way. I can, re- I can remember sitting in a pew uh, listening to a sermon because I, I, when I hear a song. And, and I can do that with the new stuff as well. I can remember the first time I heard a, a certain song on the radio and where I was. Or I can remember when our praise team um, sang a song for the first time and how that moved me. Music does that to us. And, and it, does it, it doesn't matter if you can sing well or not. After hearing a certain song so many times, it makes an imprint on your memory. But singing is simply just another way of, of telling God thank you. It's a way of reminding ourselves why we are to be thankful. The psalmist also tells us to look to the Lord in his strength. Seek his face always. The way we seek the face of God is through prayer. Prayer should always, always, always include thanksgiving. A while back, I made a promise to myself that my prayers would always begin and end with thanking God. If all of our prayers only included thanksgiving, then I think that they would be enough. If that's all we did in our prayers was just thank God, that would be enough. Too often our prayers are only about asking God and not thanking God. What if they were only about thanking God for who he is and what he has done? I think if that were to happen, we wouldn't have to ask for anything. If we only thank God, I don't think we'd ever have to ask God for anything. So according to the psalmist, we're to sing and we're to pray. The last thing I want to encourage you doesn't come necessarily from our passage, but a helpful way of remembering and giving thanks is to write down how God has worked in your life. It's important that you keep a journal or, or, or some way for you to look back and to see how God has worked in your life. While I have inconsistently journaled over the years, I've realized that my sermons are sort of like a journal. With all the personal illustrations and just growth in my writing, and I can look back over my sermons and I can see how God has worked in my life and how I've grown and how God has used me, and I can be thankful. I can remember and give thanks. I was recently texting with a friend of mine. She had written in her journal several years ago, and she had written down a prayer in that journal. And she was sharing how she felt like that prayer was coming to life in her life, even though she had completely forgotten that she had written down that prayer. But after being able to look back at her journal, she was able to see how God had worked in her life, even through struggles, and even though there were struggles, God had worked through her life to fulfill that prayer that she had written down many, many years ago. Because God is faithful. 
And we can remember that God is faithful when we go back and we remember how God has, has worked in our lives. Remembering leads to thanksgiving. You know, we all can look back at moments and different things in our lives that God has done, and we can so easily forget. I remember um, before Hunter was born, and uh, Kristen was pregnant, and, and as he is today, uh, Hunter was very active throughout pregnancy. Um, and one of the last checkups that we went to, um, he was breached. And so the doctor was very concerned, uh, very worried, and we're first-time parents, and we're freaking out. And uh, I was appointed in Dublin, and the doctor scheduled a, what's called an aversion. And it's a, it's a serious procedure where the doctor physically with his hands tries to move the baby into the right position. And so in order for that to happen, you have to, you have to be admitted into the hospital. You have to be hooked up. You have, to be, you have to be hooked up to everything, just like you were about to give birth, because in case, with all that motion, labor can be induced. And so I remember, I remember the night before, it was a Thursday, and the night before was Wednesday night, and we were at Wednesday night supper, and we were telling the church, and I remember the church just praying over us, and, you know, just asking God to take care of Kristen. And, um, and so we went in that procedure early, early Thursday morning. and She got hooked up to IVs and all that jazz. And um, we waited for the OB. And the OB comes in and gets the sonogram ready and puts it over her belly. And he says, Hunter's moved. We don't have to do this. Um, I don't have to turn him. He's turned himself. And I just remember all that, you know, God is good all the time. And uh, we quickly scheduled, I think, or soon later after we scheduled uh, an, an induction and, and he was born, but didn't have to go through that at all. It's good to remember and give thanks for all that God has done. You know, if time has proved anything, is that our memory fades. Sometimes because of age, but also because we're humans. And we've got to fight our own selfishness, our own willingness to focus on the struggle or the hardship or whatever we're facing in the moment. And we quote so quickly, easily forget all that God has done for us. So we've got to remember. We've got to remember in order to give thanks. And so whether it's through song or whether it's through prayer or whether it's through writing or whatever method, we must remember. We must remember and give thanks because remembering leads to thanksgiving. Amen. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you, thank you, thank you for all that you have done. We thank you, thank you, thank you for who you are. Father, some of us here today have some stories to tell. You have come through many, many times. You have rescued us. You've saved us. You've healed us. Help us to remember all of those times 
so that we can give you the thanks and the honor and the praise that you are due. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.